0: Hello and welcome to our show Dreams, Passion, and Your Hong Kong Story. Today we have with us Christina Strong. Hi Christina, welcome to the show. Hi,
1: thank you for having me.
0: Christina is the founder and chair of Joshua Hellman Foundation for Orphan's Disease in Hong Kong. This foundation's mission is to advance awareness, diagnosis, treatment, and research for orphan's disease and improving welfare for children in Hong Kong. Christina lost her son, Joshua, at a young age of 15, and that caused a lot of sorrow and grief in the family. But Christina decided to turn that grief into a mission for all future generations, and that led to the creation of Joshua Hellman Foundation in Hong Kong, and she has been trying really, really hard all these years to build the foundation create awareness in the people of Hong Kong and outside for orphans disease. So Christina, tell us a little bit about orphans disease, what is it, why is it called orphans disease, and how many people in Hong Kong suffer from it?
1: First of all, it has nothing to do with orphans. Okay. To make this clear, we can also call it rare disease, Mm -hmm. uh, if that's more uh, a common term. In Hong Kong, between 30 and 40,000 individuals suffer from orphan disease, rare disease, and there are around 6,000 rare Mm diseases. Some of them have been. Uh, Can be treated and cured, but unfortunately, most of them are still untreatable. I
0: see.
1: Like the one Joshua passed away of called Melas. Uh It is very difficult in Hong Kong because the focus in Hong Kong is not on helping those children with rare disease. I see. The majority of these children are from underprivileged families mm-hmm. because the ones who can afford it, they will move back to their home countries okay. or take their children to a place where they can treat them. Those children who are underprivileged, unfortunately, suffer very badly because it takes in average seven years to diagnose uh, rare disease, an orphan disease. I see. Most of those children go undiagnosed because there is not enough manpower, so to speak. There is enough resources, but not enough manpower and also not enough interest from the government to help those children. There is, I believe, in Hong Kong, less than a handful of specialists in orphan disease Mitochondrial, metabolic disease, what Joshua was suffering from. Joshua was misdiagnosed when he first had an episode, Christmas Day, 2002. Mm-hmm. He suffered a stroke, took him to a private hospital, was sent home with Panadol, saying that he just had um, a headache. I
0: see.
1: That was just before SARS. uh uh-huh. Then during SARS, I took the children and moved to Switzerland for six months where Joshua suffered a second episode. And there I took him to the children's hospital in Zurich, the university, which was incredible compared to Hong Kong. He was immediately diagnosed, but unfortunately there wasn't and there still is no cure or treatment for this particular mitochondrial disease. Okay. To explain to you very briefly, the mitochondria is the power station of the cell uh-huh. who gives us all the energy. I see. If the mitochondria is not functioning, it's like a car running on no fuel. Oh,
0: this can stop any time.
1: It can stop any time, and it has so many different symptoms. It's multi-symptomatic, like most of those rare diseases. And, of course, it can happen at any time because of lifestyle, because of diet, because of um, excitement. So many different aspects can cause a metabolic incident. So when this happened to Joshua, I had absolutely no support and no help. Uh That is the other problem in Hong Kong, that very sadly it is still a stigma, Uh till today, that children, especially where the brain is affected, just don't receive the care and also not the family support. In many cases the mother is being blamed and has been abandoned. The father leaves her, the in-laws leave her and they live alone, work two to three jobs trying to look after these children who mostly need 24-hour care. Mm-hmm. There is a few homes in Hong Kong. One of them is called the Sunshine Home in Caritas Medical Center in Sham Shui Po I believe mm. and these children have been abandoned there's over 100 children that are abandoned
0: and they all have orphans disease
1: they all have neurodegenerative okay. disease
0: so orphans disease mostly is connected somehow to brain or you can have orphans disease that can because no, i understand mostly it's, it's rare, rare diseases disease are
1: mostly controlled by the brain by the brain
0: so when, when you when Joshua was diagnosed in Switzerland, so did you decide to come back to Hong Kong and then tell us some of the challenges that you faced? Oh, it was once horrible.
1: You came, it came was back. absolutely traumatic. We were refused treatment coming back because it wasn't too obvious, but I knew that he was having seizures. Ah. And when we got back, the only treatment available back then and still mainly was L-Arginine, which is an amino acid that also athletes take over the counter. There's a professor in Japan at the Kurume University, Professor Koga, who's done all his research on this particular disease, Melas. And that was the only available treatment. I see. And I, I had to fly it in from Japan because it wasn't available here and the doctors didn't know what to do, what he had. Um, He was, it was really, really, really terrible because I had to fly in Professor Koga for 24 hours because Joshua was on all the wrong treatments and medications.
0: So so tell us something about your foundation. So what, uh, you know, what actually motivated you to start this foundation, and also some of the key missions and some of the key objectives of the foundation.
1: For me, the main issue was that no other parent should suffer Mm -hmm. the way I did, and no other parent should go without any support or Mm -hmm. help. Mm -hmm. So I was very fortunate to put together an incredible board, medical board in Hong Kong, Mm -hmm. to help set up JHF to help those children in need Mm -hmm. and offer family support, but also to start a program for children who are disadvantaged, that they have some sort of quality of life enhancement, like the Art in Your Life, Yoga in Your Heart program, which currently has been funded by the Swire Trust for two years at the Cornwall School. Uh in Kowloon. I also wanted to avoid that these children who are suffering with this disease have the same struggle Joshua had and even more so because they don't have the financial possibilities that we had. We also thought it would be important to make Hong Kong, despite all the financial wealth that Hong Kong has, Hong Kong was still very underdeveloped when it came to so many issues concerning orphan disease. I see. For example, the newborn screening. And we got funding from Mead Johnson, and Ogilvy, we got approached mm-hmm. to start this pilot program for the newborn screening in conjunction with the Chinese University of Hong Kong, Prince of Wales Hospital, where up today we screen over 30 metabolic disease when a baby is born. The government adopted it in 2017, that means it's being the norm now in public hospitals the university, Queen Mary, Prince of Wales, Queen Elizabeth, and I think a couple of others. Uh-huh. And the private hospitals offer it. I see If parents cannot afford, we will step in and pay for the test, which is 800 Hong Kong dollars. Okay. In the private hospitals, it's a bit more. The sad thing is my biggest challenge today, which is so sad, is that the private hospitals, they still offer the tests to be sent overseas rather than do it locally. The reason why this should not be done is the turnaround time is unethical. Plus, if they do it here, the clinics, the doctors can't make money. If they send it overseas, they make money. And what is really sad is that they do not pursue it enough to offer it here. Because if you think about it, if a test is being sent overseas, it loses the authenticity, the specimen. Yes. And those children need treatment within seven days of birth, okay. immediately. Now, if you send a test overseas...
0: Then it takes more than that to come back.
1: And what if it's a false positive? They need to redo the test. I see. Now, what if it comes back positive? No public hospital, no new pediatric hospital will take those patients for treatment. Because they didn't do the test. test. They are not responsible. But the private clinics, they cannot offer the treatment because they're not equipped and qualified Qualified. to deal with those patients.
0: So it's kind of a chain that kind of surrounds that.
1: Yes. So it opens the floodgates. But the turnaround time is unethical, which makes sense. Because here on day three, the heel prick has been done sent immediately from private hospitals to the public hospital lab. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Within seven days, you will get the call. The treatment can start on that day. Now, you try to do that if you send a test to the U.S. Who will be responsible? Who will call who? Who will then redo the test and send it again? By that time, a lot of children would have had already some sort of life-threatening yeah. or deadly
0: attack, or attack. What advice would you give to the you know, families of Hong Kong and uh, you know, if they, they find their near and loved ones diagnosed with this disease, who could they approach in Hong Kong in this situation? Well, we
1: have an incredible team of doctors and I can't really mention them here, yeah. but At the new pediatric hospital, there's a team for metabolic neurodegenerative pediatric neurologies, doctors. Queen Mary has them. Prince of Wales has them. There is a lot of very, very, very good doctors. So they are all on the board for the foundation? Yes, Yes, I have a lot of them on the board. Of course, if you have private patients, you have faster access than yeah. in public system because there is not enough yeah. manpower, those doctors are all overworked. Yeah, you're doing incredible work actually
0: um, for the future generations. Uh, you know, it's so nice to know that there is a place, people who get diagnosed with orphans disease can actually go to and seek help and get first-hand information yes. about what they can do yes. uh, in Hong Kong. You know, if there is anything that Hong Kong cannot meet, then where can they go outside yes. Hong Kong? So all the yes. information, I'm assuming that your foundation is able to give. Yes, right? it's
1: all on our website. Uh-huh. I get many calls directly. My phone number is on the website, and I'm always very happy to connect patients parents, caretakers, with the professionals. 29th of February is World Rare Disease Day. Uh So every four years, it's on the 29th, because it's a rare day. Right. And this year, in June, there is the Mm Euromit in Newcastle, Uh which is the biggest conference in the world on Mitochondrial orphan disease. Mm-hmm. So it's a fantastic um, conference, happens every three years, uh-huh. and there is about eight hundred to a thousand participants, and one day is specifically allocated for patients, and they come from all over the world where they can actually get updates, information on treatments, cures, medications, therapies. And I just read that um, the Mark Zuckerberg Chen Foundation has decided to give millions to orphan disease, into the research on orphan disease. Orphan disease are really the future in... In uh, medicine and in science, I see.
0: Let's say if I'm a patient and I get diagnosed with orphan disease, I, can I reach your foundation directly for financial help, or you actually help your foundation actually helps a patient get in touch with the right
1: doctors or get yes. in touch with the right? So hospitals? financial help, we offer diagnostic. We pay for diagnostic. We do not normally pay for treatment, because that can take years and years, and some of the treatments cost millions every year, but we offer diagnostic, we pay for diagnostic, Um, one diagnostic can cost several thousand dollars, we are hoping that the new pediatric hospital in Kai that opened last year, will soon be able to have their own lab to test, because that would be cheaper, uh, less turnaround time, less um, manpower needed if overseas, if they can do it here.
0: Right.
1: And we offer to pay for the diagnostic for the ones who can't pay for it, evaluated by a doctor and social worker. And we also offer for, we offer also like the Art in Your Life, Yoga in Your Heart program, for underprivileged children, some sort of, you want to call it,
0: a therapy, right? Therapy, yeah. lifestyle enhancement. Important than, yeah.
1: Very important, yes. To actually combat this yes, disease. Yes, with yoga, music, art, totally. psychologists, doctors.
0: Not, because I guess for these kind of diseases, it's not just the medical part, but the emotional part. Yes. Not just for the patient, but also for and the And a families. lot of those
1: children are actually wheelchair bound. Okay can't talk, can't move. So it has been proven that yoga, music, art is very, very helpful. They really love it. They come and they are so wow. happy. So so,
0: so tell me, I, as I understand, you're from Switzerland, right? I'm Greek, yeah. but oh, I was born Greek. in Switzerland. Okay, yes. you were Greek, born in Switzerland. Yes. And then you chose to make Hong Kong your home for 30 years, right? Yes, You've been I've here been here, here
1: 31 years. 31 years. Yes. So when
0: you decided to... Uh, Create this foundation yes. to fight this, uh, you know, disease. What, being in Hong Kong, what kind of support did you receive from the people of Hong Kong? You know, being in Hong Kong, uh, how how was it to grow this foundation in Hong Kong? What was your experience?
1: My experience was that friends are incredibly kind, supportive, and generous. Mm-hmm. The medical doctors are extremely helpful. Mm-hmm especially the ones in in uh, the public hospitals mm-hmm. in the, at the universities because they all want to make a difference they right. are all fighting the same cause right the biggest challenge until now for me is to get that message through that rare mm-hmm. diseases are not so rare and they need to be addressed and not overlooked okay because many times they are Underlined, right. But at the end of the day, many diseases come from a rare disease, right, right. And they need every child, whether it's one or a hundred, they need the same attention and care, absolutely. And more children die of a rare disease than of cancer. Oh,
0: so, wow. are you ready for a rapid-fire question now? That is. Getting to know Christina's Hong Kong story in a bit more fun way. All right, your favorite dining spot in Hong Kong? Arcane, hands down. Okay, what was the last time that you did something for the first time in Hong Kong or anywhere?
1: Breastfeeding in public at 52.
0: Wow, incredible. (laughs) All right, Christina's way to cheer up herself on a gloomy day in Hong Kong.
1: Oh, that's very easy. A yoga session followed by two movies back-to-back and a hot chocolate and a madeleine in the cinema.
0: And three lines or three words that could define your Hong Kong life.
1: Passion, pain, success.
0: Now tell me, as a Hong Konger, what are you most proud about Hong Kong?
1: The networking, okay. the international spirit, that you never alone, that it's like one big family. Everybody is there for each other. Everybody shares with one another.
0: What would you tell the 7 billion people around the world? Why should they visit the city?
1: Because it has so much to offer, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> the food, the sights. The countrysides, the culture, the architecture, the smells, the dynamic. The city never sleeps, and you feel safe. Hong Kong is such a safe place.
0: The city never sleeps. The city never sleeps,
1: and it's a great place to raise young children and teenagers. I've raised four children here and it's so safe like no other place in the world.
0: Well thank you so much Christina for Pleasure. being with thank us you and for coming to our me. show.
1: Thank you.